Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit ComEd.com forward slash home savings. Swanee working his way through people with flooded basements. Melissa came walking in here. All cocky about her flooded basement. <laughs> hey, let me tell you how a flooded basement oh. let, me, let me take you down into mine. Oh, it's got like this 15-foot area. Oh. There's some kind of nondescript drain there. Stuff keeps flying up out of there. I don't know what it is. That was pretty much yeah. it. But Water sure. and debris and, uh, you know, parts of bodies that have been uh, dumped in the Chicago River. Oh, All gross. that stuff just keeps coming up. It was 312 all right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Top three flooded basements. In at number three, Brian. Yes, sir. Got yourself a flooded basement? Oh, yeah. The backwater valve does not do its job. I've got about three and a half inches of sewer water, Oof. regular rainwater, nice. and then my entire backyard is flooded. It's about two feet of water. Look at that. Oh. You call your basement flooded, Melissa. I know. That ain't no flood. Look at Brian. I know what I feel so bad yeah, for you. He's got a basement sucks. full of sewage. God. Oh, that's the worst. Wow. That is that's the worst. disgusting. It's pretty aromatic, isn't it, Brian? Oh, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Hang in there, pal. Hang uh, in there. Yuck. And at number two, you want a flooded basement? Go over to Gina's house. Tell them, Gina. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm still awake, by the way, from last night. I haven't gone to bed uh-huh. yet. Right. Um, and my, I have two basements, and the front basement backed up with sewage water but i didn't know that because i was in the back right yard shoveling buckets of water with my son right because the water was pouring in from our driveway into the window wells in our back <gasps> basement there you go what? Oh you got oh water in the God. window in the front and sewage in the back that is crazy i'm so sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh and all you can do is laugh about it. You got a flooded basement. Yeah, I'm flooded. Oh Try being in Gina's house. And then finally, in at number one, Teresa, if we go over to your parents, how much water are we going to see downstairs? About four feet of water. It pulled up in every single window bottle. Ah. And it just poured in through there, and then they have four cracks in their foundation. Wow. Oh Holy wow. moly. Bring in the bulldozer. That hurts. Yeah, just what sell do you it. Even do. Yeah. Right. How do you fix that. Right. Oh you cry. Right. Oh, I yeah, know. Don't yeah. make more water yeah, though. Exactly. Right. right. Four feet of water in the basement. Wow. Ugh. I would yeah. almost drown. Wow. Uh, they. Uh, what's their plan? Um, we just started pumping with a second sump pump, an extra sump pump that we had on hand from. Right. You know, replacement right. and started pumping out to other areas that weren't as flooded and right. get everything up the stairs as possible. I thought it might be your Uncle Jerry down there with a bucket. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> works. it out the window. Make himself useful. Four feet of water in wow. the basement. You you flooded your basement. <laughs> I fine, know. Melissa. I know. People are predicting things that will be less popular after quarantine. Oh. Okay. Uh, or if not less popular, at least a more more a part of modern day society, like people's newfound appreciation for retail and food service workers. Many are predicting that will stick around. Oh, good! That this has changed the culture of how we approach that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who goes on a cruise ship after this will be considered a true rebel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although we did the story last week that one of the cruise lines, I can't remember which one, said that their bookings are through the roof right now. I think it was mm-hmm. Carnival. It was a yeah. Carnival. Some people think business travel will take a hit. You believe that? 
Um, yes, yeah, because of so. all the virtual, like the, the, the easiness of Zoom meetings and things, I think people will continue that rather than spend the money in some cases. I will say short term, it will take a hit, and about three years from now, business travel will resume because there's still something to be said about that human touch. I like what you did I about told resume. You, I, uh, I told you about my uh, buddy who... Uh, travels for a living he's a business traveler mm-hmm. and uh, one of their companies is in china and this is an absolute true story mm-hmm. this is like four years ago things weren't going well with uh, a deal they were putting together mm-hmm. and so they called him from china his chinese counterparts and said we need to have a meeting he's like all right well let's talk about it now they're like no we need to have a meeting you need to come here we need to have a meeting about this right now so wow. he had to leave within a half an hour Go to the airport, flew to China, what? went into the meeting. He said, I was in the meeting for 20 minutes. Just let him yell at me for 20 minutes at my face. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes? Because they needed face-to-face. He's like, they just yelled at me for 20 minutes. The meeting was over. I left. I went back to the airport, and I flew home. Yeah. And did the deal go through? Uh, there is a client, what? so they had oh, an, oh. an existing relationship. They just didn't like the way the deal oh was going. Oh, my God. Just 20 minutes of Flew venting. halfway around the right. world for a face-to-face 20-minute yelling. Just, yeah. Just FaceTime. Yeah. I just wonder if it's like, uh, <laughs> do I have to go to what? Omaha tomorrow? Can't we just FaceTime? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, others fear movie theaters might not come back uh, at the uh, out the other end. I don't believe that. There may be a day when we decide doomsday preppers were right all along. I know. Well, I they just, were they were the first ones with the uh, canned food and maybe even paper goods, mm-hmm. and then uh, for building a while, bunkers we're, we're and that kind of like, stuff. Wait a second. Could this crisis wean people off their sports obsession? No. Okay. Mm. Don't believe that. Gyms could be on the way out. Do you believe that? No. no. Everybody's excited to get back to them. Yeah. I'm not excited to get back to them. Well, you, but you don't work. Show hands if who's excited. <laughs> Show of hands in here. Who's excited to get back? There's one person. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> some people think celebrities will finally stop preaching after this. Why? They're no. still preaching. That's yeah. part of their deal. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, let me try a few of these. All right. Video conferencing won't go away, but some people think Zoom will. Like, Zo- we'll be Zo- all Zoomed out. So the specific do- company Zoom as opposed to other video? Well, yeah, they'll decide. Okay. To, I mean, look at our company. We've stopped Zooming. I know, but I like Zoom more than whatever we're using. Doesn't mean me. Nobody's saying uh, whether or not you like it. They're just saying whether or not it will be a functional part of, of yeah. business society. I feel like we use Zoom almost like uh, Xerox, or like the generic term for those kinds of meetings. Well, the actual Zoom might but be something people use to socialize, but I don't know if it'll make its way into the business world yeah. from oh, yeah. a security uh, standpoint. Right, right. We That's don't use why. it will figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Many people are hoping handshakes will go away. You think handshakes are going to disappear? I'm so against that. I think they will uh, be. Uh, I, I think we'll, the elbow bump or one of those things is going to replace think so? it. There's yeah. no way. The same way, like a 20 minute meeting in China, you need that face to face. You need to know someone's handshake. It tells you so much about them. Mm-hmm. Society evolves. What so do you? So whip. You're saying handshakes will go away. Uh, I think that it's going to start where a lot of people are just not going to do them, and then slowly but surely, I don't know how long it'll take, but they'll. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Melissa, do you think handshakes will go away? No, I think they're eventually going to come back. All right. Uh, it's going to be a while before habitual coughers don't get the side eye. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's like a that new forever. Yeah. I have a buddy who coughs all the time and always has. Mm-hmm. Always. And uh, he always has to make that announcement around people. Listen, I'm a, I'm a natural cougher. <laughs> like clear this is not This is not correct. I cough all the time. So please don't be alarmed. <laughs> and uh, finally, at least we'll have an excuse for saying no when someone asks for a sip. 
Now we've got an excuse. <laughs> oh, that's true. Now you're not just being rude. Right. The whole sharing food thing, we're, we're, we can get past that finally. Oh, God, that's right. I, I don't want to share food with you at all. No more tapas, uh, restaurants. Uh, 312-233-1019. Let's go back to many are hoping handshakes will go away. Yes or no? Let's take a vote of 10 people. Yes or no? Will handshakes disappear after all this? Five years from now, will we no longer be shaking hands? It will no longer be a cultural thing. Okay. Are we witnessing, are we in the midst of an evolution away from handshaking? Do you believe that or not believe that? 312-233-1019. Let's just get 10 votes and see what people think. Handshakes, are they going away? Yes or no? Uh, Whip says yes, they will go away. Melissa says no, they won't. Violetta says no, they won't. What does John say? Hey, John. Hey, I don't believe handshakes will go away. In the short run, yeah. Okay. But in the long run, no. You need the handshake. I believe, uh, I think it was Violetta said that uh, you can tell a lot of person about their handshake. Now, how how long do you think it'll be, John, before the handshake comes back? Before you can reach out and shake shake someone's hand and don't have in the back of your mind, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, one year, seven months. One year, oh, wow. seven <laughs> months. I like the answer. That's so specific. I like, let me, I'm going to write that down because it's so specific. 19 oh. months, John says. Exactly 19 months. Okay. Be on the lookout for that. You know, John, since you're so specific, let me throw this one at you. You ready? Yeah. Uh, will the global <laughs> pandemic kill the all-you-can-eat buffet? Is the all-you-can-eat buffet about to become a thing of the past or about six months from now, is it old country buffet? Welcome me back. I hope it destroys it. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Hey, right. turn into negative on us. You don't want a big buffet full of jello and salads, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting. New study says employers, employees are actually working harder from home. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> The average worker starts their day at 8.32, ends their work day at 5.38. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the most productive. Friday's least productive, followed by today. Nobody's doing anything today. Most productive period is from 10.30 a.m. till 3 p.m. So what that tells me is, thankfully, uh, it means you listen to the whole show, and then you start work, which is perfect. Yeah. Let's just keep that that up. (laughs) Let's keep that up. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who's been working from home this whole time? Jeannie? Yes. Hi, uh, you've been working from home this entire time? Yep, since March 18th. Would you yes. say, honestly, if you're being completely straightforward with us, are you working harder now that you're working from home, or do you work harder when you go to the office? Harder at home. At home. Definitely. You would agree with the study, then? Yes. Why do you think yep. that is? Because it's nonstop. It's not like someone comes in, they start talking to you, or you get up, you walk around. I'm in a one-bedroom apartment, I'm at my kitchen table, and I'm working nonstop. So it does go back to the theory like Violetta and Whip alluded to. Sheila isn't coming and whispering in your ear all the office gossip. Exactly. All right. Okay. So she's in accounting. Let's see what another accountant says. Uh, Angelica. Hi. Angelica, uh, sorry. That's okay. Did I just say Angelica? That's so fancy. Whatever. You were talking to me. I knew that. I I don't know. You know what it is? It's all that that booze from the weekend. Uh, Exactly. Angelica, are you you working harder now that you're working from home or when you were at work? When I'm working from home now, I'm working harder. Harder from home. Okay. Uh, You're also in accounting. Is it Sheila's fault for gossiping in your ear? 
Not always. See, for me, I have the same amount of work. So at work, I have to stretch it out. So I mean, you know, busy all day. Mm -hmm. At home, knock it all out. You know, have some free time, get some fresh air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so you I'm feel more... like you're more productive at home. Yes, definitely. That's interesting. Okay. I had no idea. All right. Hi there, Pam. Yes. You've been working from home this whole time. I have. Are you working harder from home, or do you do better when you're at work? Uh, much, much better and harder at home. <laughs> I am stunned and surprised and, and shocked. Hmm. Why? Well, I, I suppose it's like, you know, when at work, if I have to go to a meeting, I have to get up and go to another know, room I most know. of the time, right? That sucks, yeah. yeah. And I'm on meetings all, I mean, probably most of my day. Right. So I'm never, I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving my room my office my mm -hmm. computer right um and so it's just uh, I, i'm multitasking it's a lot easier to multitask okay. when you're not leaving your desk so i yeah this, in fact uh, I, I worked less i worked yesterday for a few hours so this I whole just, concept I, of going wow. to another room for a meeting that you don't have to any longer uh pam are you wearing pants <laughs> I, sure, I sure am. You are. Because I see people aren't wearing pants anymore because they don't have to. The people yeah. just are walking around without pants on. There's no need to anymore. Oh, my gosh. So you are. I am. All right. Absolutely. All right. yeah. Do you wear pants every day or do you occasionally go pants free? No, every day I put a pair of pants on. Good job. On. Yeah. Right. I think, I think there's a lot of people that don't. You're accomplishing a lot, though. For getting pants on, that's part of the, it's half the battle right there. Sylvia. Listener, first time caller. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad we finally got together after all these nice. years. Are you working <laughs> yeah, from home? Oh, yes, for the last two months, and it seems like I'm working a lot more hours. Uh, we, I work for a food and ingredient manufacturing company, and I work in supply chain. So with all the changes due to COVID and our demand and trying to coordinate with plants and warehouses, it just seems it's never-ending. So I you're mean, working uh, harder. Oh, yes, and longer hours. With a two-year-old at home, nonetheless. Oh, are wow. you looking forward to going back into the office one day, or are you going to be perfectly fine if you could stay there forever? As long as my son is in daycare, I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Let me tell you know you what? That. Sometimes, if you think yeah. about it, work is adult daycare. It gets well, us away. That's yeah. true, Much yeah. like the kids. Well, then that's you have balance. It's adult daycare. Right. Everybody's working harder. Who knew? Let's keep it going. Okay. I think we're on week three now. Yeah, Supporting all correct. these great yeah. locally owned businesses, these locally owned restaurants, family owned in your community, the places you go with your family and hang out, and then the pandemic hit and you haven't had an opportunity in these these restaurants and these families are trying to grind through to get to the other side. They need your support. Today's the day to highlight one of them and encourage you to go get curbside delivery for lunch today. Our mixed road crew will be out to witness the whole thing and play music for you. Bring a whole energy to the experience. Take pictures, post videos. Let's get behind these local businesses, okay? Sounds good. Today, we go south again. Mm -hmm. Good okay. folks down at Oak Lawn. To the Black Oak Tavern, 9630 South Pulaski in Oak Lawn. Say hello to the owner of the Black Oak Tavern, our good friend Michael. Hi, Michael. How are you today? Very good. You stopping? Uh, great. Thanks for getting up early and joining us. How are things at Black Oak? Uh, not 
Not bad, not bad. I mean, the neighborhood is, as you know, being down at Court and Carey is a very solid neighborhood, so they've been supporting us very well so far. Thank you. That's great. Uh, Black Oak Tavern on South Pulaski and Oakland. Now, Michael, explain to us, for those folks that haven't been to Black Oak, what they can expect for lunch today and what you'd recommend. Uh, well, we're well known for our burgers. Um, the Black Oak Burger and the Black and Blue Burger are our main burgers that we have on there. We're also known for our chicken wings. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got some of the best chicken wings on the south side. And then we have our award, award-winning poblano soup. It's uh, poblano soup. It's cream of poblano. It's got a little little tang, little tang of uh, right. poblano at the end. But I'll tell you what, it's probably the best soup you're ever going to have. Ooh. Wow. little zip, little finish to it. Is that what we're talking, Michael? That's how the Southsiders like it. All right, so you got burgers, you got just about anything you could possibly want. How are uh, things going with your staff down there? Are they maintaining a positive attitude during all this? They really are. I mean, a lot of them, this is their full time job. So, um, you know, it's been really hard on them. But with the community, you know, helping us out, they've uh, been able to stay positive about this whole ordeal and hopefully get back sooner than later. The Oklahoma okay. community getting behind you guys? They really are. You know, we've been supporting them, Christ Hospital nurses, Oklahoma police, uh, McCarthy Ford mechanics. You know, we've been really trying to give back to the neighborhood. Uh, just last night we had this um, <clears throat> company, a third, third-party company called Biosafe Fogging, to fog the restaurant, which will uh, take out all carcinogens, carcinogens for COVID-19. So we are now CDC-approved oh. and EPA-approved. So we are now ready for uh, anything that comes forward. So we're trying to do, get ahead of everything for our customers. So when we open, we're ready for them. Oh, that's nice. awesome. That is wow, fantastic. you're on top that's of really things. thinking of things. Yeah. We're trying. Uh, Violetta always likes to check out uh, the menu ahead of time and try to pick and choose what she's going to go with. Do you see anything? Yeah, there there's so eye? many good options. The right. poutine is calling my oh, name. Yeah, oh, I like the way you think. I like poutine, that's for sure. <laughs> and Michael. those Baja fish tacos. Oh, man, do those look good. All right, I'll so tell you what, you're not going to get a better fish taco than you are today. Mixed Morning Mindbender trying to get a winner now on the biggest virtual date turnoff. According to a survey of over 1,300 singles, this was by 91% response the biggest virtual date turnoff. Melissa thinks it's uh, that time she took her top off for Zoom, Jim. <laughs> I did not, but I have not a feeling. It. That's that not is it. not it. No. Oh, come on. Really? No. That's no. welcome on Zoom dates. <laughs> the number one virtual date turnoff, according to the survey, is what, Janet? Is breaking the lockdown rules. Exactly and- right. Breaking the lockdown rule when the other person's like, oh, why don't why don't we go out and meet somewhere? Now you do that too quickly, though. You try to break the lockdown rule and your Zoom date's like, listen, that's not what we're all about. Yeah, this is a on. Zoom relationship we're in. <laughs> we don't meet right? <laughs> until the governor and the mayor say, say that we can in 2027. <laughs> then we'll meet. Wow. Well, also making the cut for the biggest virtual date turnoffs. Uh, a messy room comes in at number two. Oh, yeah. A messy room. Looking disheveled. <laughs> number three, you look like hell. Old yeah. t-shirt, stain right. on it, hair sideways. Mm. Being late for your Zoom date. Bad. Yeah, where else are you? Where else can you be? <laughs> Overusing emojis mm-hmm. on your virtual date. I don't know how that works. Only talking about yourself. Does Zoom Jim do that? No, not at all. All right, that's good. Mm-mm. And not maintaining eye contact. Rounding out your downfalls well, of the Zoom to date. Do eye contact when you're looking at yourself. 
That is true. You got to look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. We know that you look at yourself Everybody a lot. Everybody looks at themselves in the corner more than the other person. Some of us more so than others. Uh, just for the heck of it, the next time you're on a Zoom, whether it's a meeting or a Zoom date, they say ask the person you're speaking with to stand up. What? <laughs> are you kidding me? A survey of COVID-19 lockdown reveals 47% of people are not wearing pants during video calls. Oh, I thought it was uh, for some other. Re- okay. You know how uh, earlier I was uh, uh, talking to the woman who's loving working from home and all the Zoom dating, and I asked her if she's wearing pants, and yeah. she was caught off guard as to whether or not she was thinking about putting pants on today. But mm-hmm. virtually half of people are not wearing pants. In fact, Blake Shelton joke that he's naked from the waist down most of the time while filming at home. Sure, I believe that. None of us need to see that. He's been waiting for this day, I think, his whole life. Hey, I'd like to see that. I I don't want to see that. Blake's little cowboy? No, thank you. Oh, God. And finally, more people have been opting to go nude during the quarantine than any other time. Like, just by themselves? Like... Well, more on that coming up, Melissa. Okay. Well, more people have been opting to go nude during the quarantine than any other time in their life. This is the sound Ooh. of... Monday, hey, what's up? What's up? Wanna know who broke up? No one. Stuff to make you crack up? Not really. It's the weekend wrap-up. That's true. Turn it up! Uh, it's time for the weekend wrap-up. Stories from this weekend and this morning. We would like to put them all together into one neatly wrapped package. Hence the wrap up. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're talking about graduation and the different circumstances for the class of 2020 and what that's like. This teacher going out of his way to recognize the class of 2020 as a teacher has been running more than 50 miles to visit students outside their homes. Yeah. It's nice, right? Mm, Very. Okay. Bill McAllister, faculty member at Big Shanty Intermediate School in uh, Georgia. Last taught class on March 16th before the coronavirus outbreak brought an early end to the in-person learning. He since has mapped out a route and is running six to eight miles per day to offer encouragement to each and every one of his students. Wow. And you know, getting a good workout in while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, heading off to college, 14-year-old genius is headed off to college. ABC says a brilliant 14-year-old from Sacramento has been admitted to eight universities, including San Francisco State, UC Berkeley, CSU East Bay, University of Southern California, University of the Pacific, UC Davis, and Sacramento State. Wow. Mm -hmm. Tierra Abram graduated high school at the age of 13. That's amazing. And has been taking classes at a community college ever since. She plans to major in vocal performance and is a member of the High IQ Society Mensa, Mm -hmm. or as they wrote on here, Menza. With a Z? With yeah. A, really? Yeah. Oh. Like the big Z. <laughs> like the big Z. <laughs> yes. So whoever wrote the article is not in. Clearly. Mensa. Did you hear Graceland's uh, reopening? No. no. Yeah. Oh, Home no. of Elvis. Wow. Okay. Uh, Graceland's set to reopen after the shutdown due to the pandemic. It's going to reopen Thursday after it shut down tours and exhibits due to the outbreak. The tourist attraction in Memphis, Tennessee, said Sunday that it has adjusted its tours and restaurant and retail ap- operations since it closed in March. It annually attracts about 500,000 people. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go there, see the jungle room. Yeah, I've, uh, I, I haven't. When you go, will you tell me how it is? Yeah. <laughs> Aldi is selling giant boxes of sangria for 10 bucks. Yes, You know please. why? Because that's what Aldi does. That's, that's right. why. <laughs> Aldi's amazing. Yeah, it is. How big is a giant box? Do you know that? Does it Probably say how many bottles? It? How many ounces it is? It doesn't it say. It just no. says giant, giant box. Giant box, huh? Okay. Yeah. I'll test it out. 
A New Zealand's prime minister was turned away from a cafe sticking to social distancing rules. They're not messing around in New Zealand. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Prime minister showed up and said, can I get a table? And they were like, no, <laughs> but I'm the prime minister. So, yeah. yeah it's not see happen. you later. Did you see the pictures uh, over the weekend of the park in New York City? I believe yeah. in Brooklyn that had circles drawn on the ground and you had to reserve a circle in the park. In order to go to the park. Yeah. Oh, okay. In order to maintain social distancing, and they had a helicopter view up uh, above it. It looked like uh, one of those big Connect Four uh, games. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I do. Detroit priest goes viral for blessing churchgoers with a water gun. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh Put the holy God. water in the water gun, Stop. and then had all the PPE on. He'd drive mm-hmm. by and he'd squirt you with the holy water. Yeah, I know. Just like the Lord would want it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Viral photos of a priest using a squirt gun filled with holy water to bless churchgoers during the socially distant service are taking on a life of their own. Five weeks ago during Holy Week, Father Tim said he wanted to find a safe way during the pandemic to continue the tradition of blessing Easter baskets. Hence, this is what he came up with. Father Tim seems like a cool priest. Joe Buck. You know Joe? The broadcaster? Yeah, he's funny. He's funny? I think he's, his seriousness is funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Buck says, networks considering fake noise, fake crowd noise during the NFL broadcast. Yeah, heard about this. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, it'll mm-hmm. make it more uh, lifelike. It's like when you watch Saturday Night Live, the final episode. Oh, awkward. It's just, without yeah. a crowd, it's just not Well, right. yeah, that's why it would help with the laugh tracks or something. In yeah. some weird way, I watched, you know, they had live golf this weekend. Yeah. And I watched that, and you wouldn't believe it, but it's just not the same without people watching it the energy is different yeah, yeah it's just completely different it's like watching your buddies walk down the fairway and play golf it's weird yeah well i'm not piggybacking it has no energy yeah. whatsoever no energy mm-hmm. i'm not trying to piggyback on the sex doll story from a minute ago but i was <laughs> watching a korean baseball game where <laughs> no. they had fake people in okay, the stands let me stop you right there i wouldn't have thought you were but thanks for right. bringing up the well because I, we, we were talking about that a second ago but in a different mm-hmm. korean sporting event with fake people in the oh, stands, sure, yeah. they just had the cardboard cutouts but they also had fake crowd noise like we're talking about did it help well it made it seem a little less weird but it was still very weird Ooh. Baseball's return to include ban on the messy tradition of spitting. Did you hear this? ESPN reporting that no more this. spitting. This is crazy. That's a baseball tradition, spitting everywhere. Yeah. Well, well and like their bubble gum and, and sunflower seeds, right? Right. Well, and the yeah, and variety Louis's. of other things. Yeah. That would also well, be banned under this. This thing is a this plan is crazy. Like they can't or they're discouraged from showering even at the ballpark and right. stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's that really too? weird. Which yeah. is which is good for wow. the guy that's a little self conscious around the other guys. That's true. Maybe <laughs> that's oh, really the real on. motive. Yeah. <laughs> They're also uh, prohibiting high fives and fist bumps, and there will be no hugging. Right. That's a rule. No hugging in baseball. Can they still do the butt smacks and things like that? No I don't word, think butt smacks no are addressed. No butt smacks. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't think that was addressed, and I don't think it was needed to be addressed <laughs> yeah, here. And then finally, <laughs> since we're talking baseball and we were talking basketball, too, with the last dance and Michael Jordan and his shoes from the first championship, right? The shoes that went over the weekend? Right. No, they were from way back, like, in 1985. One of the first Air Jordans that, that he ever existed. Wore. Yeah. But exactly. he wore them. They were game-worn. Game-worn and autographed and not the kind of shoe that was ever available to the public, exclusively made for him in his very early career. And what did they sell for? Like 567000 something like that. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. And it doesn't say who bought it. I don't think usually those kinds of things. It's uh, an anonymous uh, John buyer. Stevens bought them. <laughs> Maybe anyway, John Stevens. <laughs> in an update proving that uh, Michael Jordan will always be remembered as a basketball player when his basketball shoes go for half a million dollars, they also sold a 
pair of signed baseball cleats that Michael Jordan wore during his foray into baseball. Cool. Those sold for $93. Stop it. <laughs> oh, no, is that right? No, it's oh. not. No. Oh, I, I would have bought those. You. No, you guys will believe anything. Oh, man. Uh, those sold for $93,000, which is a lot of money, but nowhere near what the basketball shoes sold for. Uh, absolutely. The folks at Heritage Auction sold a pair of size 13 and a half baseball cleats worn by his airness. When he played for the minor league affiliate Birmingham Barons, total cost $93,000 for Michael's baseball shoe. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings.